Welcome to the Live Abundantly podcast with Jacqueline Hayes. Thanks for tuning in. On this podcast, we're going to give our tips and tricks on how we can be encouraging, talk about parenting, talk about life, and chasing those goals that we have, those dreams, and doing all of it with abundance. So, as my children would say, let's do this. On today's episode of the Live Abundantly podcast, we have Stephanie Martin with us. Stephanie's story is incredible. She says she is her own client, and I love that because really you can't do business without having already gone through it yourself. So make sure you are tuning in to hear what questions she's asking when you're doing all the things and not seeing the results you are expecting or desiring. So tune in. Without further ado, here we go. Pinterest is growing faster and faster each and every day. Are you leveraging it correctly for your business? Are you busy running your business, being a mom, being a wife? And let's face it, trying to do all of the things? The last thing you need on your plate is the task of learning yet another platform. What if you could just cut through all of the Pinterest noise and finally master it once and for all? That's what the Pin Abundantly membership is for. Busy women hustling to run their lives and their businesses and looking to see real growth through Pinterest. If this sounds like something you totally could use, head to pinabundantly.com so that you can learn more and get started with us. It's so much fun. I can't wait to see you inside the membership. Okay, on today's episode of the Live Abundantly podcast, we have Stephanie Martin with us. Stephanie, how are you? I'm doing great this morning. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much for being on and willing to share your expertise. I'm really excited. Thank you for having me. I love sharing my journey and story and hope that it will be a blessing to those that listen. Yeah, absolutely. And so with that, we're just going to jump right on in. Um, If you can just tell us who you are, what you do, all the things about you. Absolutely. So my name is Stephanie Martin. It kind of confuses people because my book, I'm O'Brien Martin, and that's all because I built my brand when I was single before I was married and then got married. And so people know who Stephanie O'Brien is. And then anyway, so that confuses everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really... Stephanie Martin, but or O'Brien Martin for a branding name. Good to know. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you look me up, sometimes people are like, "Where? Who are you?" Um, so what I do is I help high achieving, trailblazing, um, faith based women or Christ centered women who feel called to transform lives through their message, leadership mission, work, whatever that is. And I help support them through a very specific um, phase or stage in their business. 
Um, it's, it's where they have done all the things, they have tried all the things, they have really been more of an, an operating in a mode of forcing things to happen. Um, and I help them get to the root causes of why it's difficult to really flow in alignment with God's grace and peace and really abide in Christ in their calling. Um, I help them identify what is hijacking that and causing that to be very messy um, and stressful. I help them transform that and set them free of that behavior, getting to the bottom of the beliefs and the mindsets and the things that are causing all of this angst in them um, so that they can really break through to new levels because they've had a certain amount of success, but it's always been in a forced type of state. Um, and so I work with them through that. And then when we work through programs and like things really take off for them. That's so cool. I love that. How did you kind of get into that? Um, I am my client. <laughs> That's what I say. My journey is very, very similar. I knew that I was called to transform lives through my work message, mission, and leadership. I knew that. Um, but it wasn't working. <laughs> like what I started building, what I believed was my purpose and calling um, was filled with angst and, and setbacks and heartbreak and failure and hardships. And um, part of it, I think, was used to refine me and build character. Um, and to really kind of get a lot of things exposed and out of me. Um, and I don't regret any of it because I can really deeply relate and resonate with my clients. But I did hit a wall. I did hit a point where I was like, something has to change. I cannot keep living like this. I cannot live in this state of anxiety and like constantly being on obsessing about outcomes in the business and working so hard and pouring my blood, sweat and tears into something that I believed I was meant to do and seeing no results for it. And I just was just, I was like, God, I, I prayed. I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't think it's you. I think it's me. <laughs> um, I mean, and that takes a whole level of, of epiphany right there. You don't have to stop blaming God on everything. <laughs> and does that take responsibility for yourself? Um, and uh, so I ended up hiring a coach Um I wasn't looking for one at the time, but I do believe God brought her into my life for a reason at the right time. Now, I hired her as a business coach to help me get results. Um, I'm so grateful for her transformational life coaching um, roots and expertise, where she was able to see that it wasn't because I was doing the wrong things as far as activity. Um, it was that I was believing a lot of the wrong things and thus that was inhibiting the results I was desiring. Um, and because I had certain beliefs about myself, certain fears about success, certain hangups about 
what it means to be Christ-centered, but also financially prosper. I had conflicts with that. Um, and so I wouldn't actually ever allow that success to come into my life. I kept sabotaging it. And I kept attracting types of clients or people that had the same hangups that I did. So she helped me identify that and transform that. And now I rarely ever get a client that has no time, has no money. You know, like, you know, the typical time money issues that people give, um, because that's what I gave, because I believed that. Um, and she helped me shift all of that. And it was amazing what transformed. It is amazing. And I feel like as entrepreneurs, sometimes we miss the mindset. We're just like, oh, it's task, 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 task. This is going to get it. But we forget that part. And I think that's huge, which brings me to your flow versus force, because I want to know all the things about that in practical ways, if somebody is feeling as you were, what are, you know, three to five things that you would tell them to go do right now? Yeah. Okay. So nothing changes until you're aware, right? Like, so the first thing is awareness. You, you've got to be able to at least identify something is off. Something's not working. Something, we have to kind of figure that out. So that's always step one. Um, and then step two, I always ask, you know, the person, this is the take your thoughts captive, right? Um, what am I believing? You know, reflect on what is it that I am believing about myself or success or my worth or whatever. Usually, bottom line, it's an identity issue. Um, and so getting to the bottom of what these deep held, deeply held beliefs are, um, are essential to transforming it. So being aware and then asking yourself what you believe um, and being willing to actually reflect on that and what I call um, deal and heal. Um, and, I'll, and also you gotta feel, you gotta feel, you gotta deal, you gotta heal. Um, a lot of people avoid emotions. They avoid painful, um, painful emotions they'd rather avoid. And they can turn to work as a way to avoid feeling. Um, and th you can't do that. Um, so you've got to know what you're believing and also feel. Mm -hmm. You've got to sit with the pain. You've got to allow it to be felt and fully acknowledged. Um, this is where, you know, Psalms is really good. This is where you can lament, like you can grieve, you can go there um, because avoiding it and pretending like it's not there isn't doing you any favors. It is not serving you. Um, so with identifying what you are thinking, what you are feeling, um, going even deeper, what does that mean about you? So we usually have attached certain things to mean something about us. And we tell ourselves the story that um, if I end up making more income than my husband, I hang up for a lot of faith-based women, um, then that means I'm emasculating him. 
Um, so there's this, this thing that, that because of what they were taught or, you know, something they like, we got to figure out, is this what God's word really says? <laughs> or is this a tangled up kind of wound that happened and somebody else projected their stuff onto you and spoke it over you as this the absolute truth. And then you now have taken that on to believe that that is truth. And I, it's just all about untangling a lot of that to go to what God's word says. What is God's heart about this and women and working and success and all of that? We're not met, we are by no means do we need, are we, is it, how am I supposed to say this? Chasing money and success is an idol. But if you actually have felt called to build a business and a profitable one so you can have more to sow into other people, as long as it doesn't become an idol and an identity for you, Christians can succeed. <laughs> and I think that there's this whole thing that causes people, especially women in business, this, this fear of being seen, this fear of actually um, allowing themselves to have money and to succeed. And um, they sabotage it all because of all of these different beliefs that they they hold that may not necessarily be biblical. It's usually somebody else projecting um, their own wounds and their own stories. And this is how things get passed down from generation to generation. It's usually like you're brought up in this mindset about money or women who work or blah, blah, blah. And that's just handed down from you. And it's our job now, thankfully, um, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can search my heart and reveal anything, right? That psalm, search my heart and reveal anything um, and lead me in the way everlasting. These are taking these biblical thoughts into practical thing. Identify what you're thinking, feel those feelings, move through those, identify where it came from. Not that we want to point fingers and blame, but it helps to identify where did this come from? Did this come from, did it, you know, is this really God's word or is this something else at work here? And um, is it true? Ask yourself, is this true? Um, and if you're really kind of stuck, I like asking who would I be without that thought? Well, that's a great question. I love that question. Yes, because a lot of times people actually have held a belief for so long. For example, they desire um, an approval and affection from a parent. Maybe they never got this from their mom or their dad, and they've always longed to be approved by them. And so a lot of their drive and ambition is coming from a place of, I desire to be noticed. I want to be approved by this parent that I never, never felt like I had this. So you're being more led by wounds rather than the spirit. And um, 
you know, and it causes this addiction to activity and doing and forcing and being on all the time and all this stuff. That, that, that's what caused it in me, one of the many things. And um, it's scary when you have longed for this desire, for this parental approval and affection. The thought of letting that go and being okay with never, ever having that in your life can be actually very hard to let that go because you've had it and carried it your whole life. And we are, by humans, I mean, that's a very normal desire. It's not a broken desire to want a parent's attention and affection and love. That's an extremely normal thing. And when we don't have it, it can be very, very damaging. Um, But sometimes the reality is, not all of us got that from, from both parents. And this is where we get to turn to God as father and like really get that need met and, and deal with that and heal from that. Um, and that's really tough inner work to go through um, because it's something we've carried our entire lives. And yeah. you've got to be willing to let it go. Yeah, absolutely. You do have to let that go. I love it that you like really focus in on those questions. You ask the practical questions. You know, sometimes we may have already thought of those questions, but having, you know, someone like you who is asking for us is so helpful to have that accountability to really walk through and talk through all of those things. So since you are, um, you've done it yourself, you are your client. How do you feel like you get to live in abundance through that? Oh, it's, I'm amazed. It's, it's so humbling and incredible to who just have the past that I have, to have had the wounds, to have made really not great decisions. And even today, I don't always make great decisions. Um, and to still be chosen and used by God in a way that brings so much breakthrough and healing and transformation in people, it, it just blows my mind that he chooses to use, I mean, broken vessels for to carry his glory. I, nothing is more humbling than that in my experience to be part of that to be used by that and know like, I don't know why you picked me (laughs) Um, because, you know, I'm a mess, but we're, we're being made and transformed into something beautiful. Um, That's where I feel like I'm most alive and living, living abundantly. Living abundantly to me is just really abiding in who I am um and staying in alignment with that yeah I mean I get knocked out of that quite a bit but (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) for the most part I know how to you know when the stress when the anxiety when when all that comes that's usually that invitation that I have stepped out of 
who I am in Christ, a daughter, and went into kind of like, I'm like, I'm abandoned and I have no loving father to care for me. Um, and I have to fend for myself. And so I have to shift that, remind myself that no matter what happens, I am loved and cared for and provided for however God wants to bring that to pass. And that gives me that peace, that surpassing peace and that abundance and that life. Yeah, no, absolutely. That is so good. Um, and I love, love, love that and how you get to use that for yourself and for your clients. It is just incredible the way he's using you. So with that, Stephanie, can you tell us everywhere where we can find you? Yes. So the best way to connect with me is at my website, movedbypurpose.net. There you'll see my page and an invitation to join a community of other trailblazing Christ-centered women. Um, and that if you want to join that, you'll email the details of how to get plugged in and join in on the community. Perfect. And then just a couple other questions, more like rapid fire questions. Um, what is your favorite coffee? I love a coffee shop that's local in Michigan. It's a local coffee roaster called Shazano's Coffee. And they make the best coffee. I rarely ever drink coffee black, but I can easily drink their coffee black. Like I feel like cream and sugar will just ruin the <laughs> perfection of what they've been able to accomplish with their roast. <laughs> That's funny. Where are you in Michigan? Like where is this little shop? Yeah, I'm in Detroit area. The little shop okay. is in Burndale, Michigan. Okay. So if anybody's visiting, you have to stop by Chisano's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then where would you go um, on your next trip? With, if like money doesn't matter, you get to choose where you're going. Um, I really want to go to Tokyo, Japan. Ooh, why? Yeah. Any specific I'm, reason? I'm just really intrigued by... I want to go there. I mean, it's, it's such a huge, I mean, they're, they're a big part of the economy and there's a lot of tech and just amazing things, but it's a very, um, it appears to be a very different culture as well. So I think it would be so cool to experience mm -hmm. this, this whole other, other world. Yeah, for sure. And then last question for you. What is your favorite date night with your husband? I love date night in. I love mm -hmm. pizza and um, a show or movie. Those, that sounds awesome to me too. <laughs> and snuggling on the couch. <laughs> yes, sounds perfect. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being on the Live Abundantly podcast today. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Live Abundantly podcast with Jacqueline Hayes. I hope that you guys take a second to subscribe and leave a review. It would mean the world to me. And thanks again for tuning in.